What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to We're Listening to Podcast, a community where all voices are heard. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Join me for a lighthearted show about the human experience with live conversations, discussions, and interviews of some of the newest to the most established 3P practitioners from all over the world. So no matter if you've known the three principles for years or you're new to Daily Insights, we hope each episode will inspire you to demonstrate a community where all voices are heard. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me today. Um, wanted to throw a few announcements out of some upcoming things uh, that we have going on and talk about a change that will potentially be coming in the future. But I think we could seamlessly uh, transition through the change and make it peaceful for us all. So first thing is March 31st, Letters of Sid still coming back. This has been an amazing time of us getting together and just sharing our letters about how this understanding has helped change our life. So go out and visit my website, imrobcook.com. Scroll down to the image and you'll see where you can reserve your free seat to the next Letters of Sid event. We'd love to hear you share your story at the event. Dun, dun, dun. And now, further announcement. See how I changed the music and I got all gloomy? <laughs> no, it's not that. All right. So in an effort uh, to help fund some of the things we're doing, we're going to open up the um, episode to advertisements. But the particular company in which we're using or I'm using for this, they've got it so that we will transition and trans out of them together, meaning they won't happen in, in the middle of a announcement or in the middle of a conversation or a point in which someone is sharing their heart. So they're allowing me to pick the spots of the episode where it can. I just have to leave an open spot so I can close the thought, leave an open spot for advertisement. That's so the podcast begin can begin to monetize in a way that it can be used for donations, to fund programs and things like that. In a way, it's kind of like I felt like I, I really wanted to just talk to you all about it first. Because we've grown this this community and this this listenership together, um, and so I just didn't want you to show up one day to an ad and not know why or what. It's all focused on us being able to touch more people, reach more people. Um, so thank you for that. 
So I think I want to create some little nice little transition music like ding, ding, ding. And, you know, it's back into some of those fresh and amazing voices that we're getting to see. Uh, my guest today says that no one would have guessed with all her academic career and business accomplishments that she struggled inside. She projected an air of confidence, success, but in truth, she felt like an imposter. She felt self-conscious when she would hear a compliment or when she was recognized for an achievement. She simply thought that her success was due to a mistake, but it wasn't because she had worked so hard. She created this constant second guessing of herself that created an anxiety and self-doubt and a hesitation to step out and show up in the world. She became a master practitioner and trainer of a well-known technique that she taught for many years. Through a fellow master trainer, she was introduced to a radical new understanding of how human beings operate. It was what she unknowingly was looking for. She had found the missing piece of the puzzle. She had found her new understanding. Ladies and gentlemen, join me for an amazing conversation with Marlene Cameron. Welcome to today's episode. And how are you? I'm awesome, Rob. Thanks. Thank you for being here. I'm delighted to participate on your podcast. You've had so many amazing guests. Oh, well, you, you just add to that list. Uh, it is it is a cool thing to meet and and get a chance to talk about this understanding with so many different people. Um, just like we were just mentioning off air, but it's really cool for me, just in all my work, to see so many beautiful people doing beautiful things. Like whether you know them or not, you know, like when it's is often given as a perception that you have to chase the big name or you need the big stage to really make an impact. And you find out impact is actually more ordinary than not as we, if we just, you know, slow down a little. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really excited about this because um, your story is one that uh, really resonated with me. Having a successful career, but still in, feeling a little bit insecure or maybe not even a little bit, you know, that really stuck out in, in when I was preparing for the episode. And I, I really just want to start there with, um, you know, what was that like? I mean, and it, and it was a bunch of different, correct me if I'm wrong, a bunch of different successful careers. Yeah. So, you know, I'll read the bio there here at Interior Decorator, financial analyst, executive coach. I mean, you did it all. <laughs> <laughs> you did it all. But talk to me a little bit about that success and that insecurity. Well, Rob, it was sort of like a blessing and a curse, I think, to um, to have, have known myself as, as successful and had other people acknowledge me. As you mentioned, I had um, very successful careers. I did uh, commercial interior design. I I started my own, own consulting practice when I was actually quite young. I don't think I was even 30 years old yet. And in the second year in business, I'm, you know, I had six-figure business and um, and then moving into a completely different field. Uh, I did my MBA in finance and went into management consulting and worked as a financial analyst. And then of course my executive coaching, but one of the things 
that continued to baffle me was if other people saw me as accomplished and successful, why couldn't I see myself that way? And I remember um, having conversations with a colleague of mine. He was a psychologist. It's like, it's like, what's, what's going on here? What's the disconnect? And um, uh, I worked with, a, a, I had a buddy coach years ago and she sent me some information on, uh, it's called imposter syndrome. And I looked at the information because, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And, you know, <laughs> but I didn't really connect with it. And it was a number of years later, I was um, taking a, a two-year business development program. And so part of the program is going out networking and meeting people and then inviting them to a conversation, you know, is there anything I could do to support you? And I clearly heard this voice in my head, like, what would be the point? Like, you have nothing to offer. And it was like, I was so shaken. I took everything I had, not to burst into tears and run out of the room because we were in kind of like a, you know, a group meeting. And um, I decided I would, you know, have a look at that and, and start to start to explore what was really going on that I felt so deeply that, you know, this inadequacy and this, um, this, you know, nothing to offer other people in spite of my careers and as a consultant, a successful business owner. And, uh, you know, I worked with, um, I worked in a specialized area called energy psychology, and I, I taught a technique to mental health practitioners and hired my own um, counselor and worked with this actually for quite a long time. And it wasn't until I came to the principles that I really found the missing piece. Like I, I, I could clearly see where the source of all that anxiety and all that insecurity and all that self-doubt was coming from. That just had to be a beautiful thing. At least it was for me. When, when it came tumbling down, it was, it was such a relief, like physical relief. Yeah. Like I literally felt lighter. It was, it was super, super cool. And it was funny because my my insecurity showed up more by going to chase more. Like the next level. Like I'm I have a hole I'm trying to fill, but they're saying, Oh, you're great. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna go to the next level. They're gonna think I'm even greater. And maybe if I get there, I'll at least and it never worked. I I, I remember my performance report that crowned me number one in my unit. Because in, in the military, you get ranked, you know, from one to, and it said number one of 126. And I was about as happy as I could be for maybe three, four minutes before it settled in. Like that meant nothing. That meant nothing. And it was, um, it was quite the roller coaster after that on trying to understand, you know, what was happening, what was going on. And again, it wasn't into the principles that it all, it was as if I had a bunch of scattered pieces in the magnet, brought it together for it to be a beautiful piece of art or something. You know, it was, it was just amazing. Just Michael pointing to put all of my life into perspective. And it was like, oh, okay, wow. So you worked with the, the imposter syndrome and, and in that lane for a while and created some some things that actually help people with themselves, correct? You know, it, and this is even before I was introduced to the principles, I would be working with um, 
my clients who were usually professionals or small business owners. And they, and they talked about this, you know, feeling anxious all the time and, and thought like, what is this? Because I see you as capable and accomplished. And, and so I got permission from um, Dr. Clant. She created the original Clant scale, which um, people answered a number of questions. And I'm going to give you kind of like a version of that in, in a few minutes. And I started giving my clients the, this, this imposter scale test. And sure enough, they showed up with high scores, which, which meant that they had a, you know, an elevated tendency to experience this doubt and anxiety. And, and um, you, know, you and I know that, that it's all about, it's all about thought and, and patterns and habitual thinking, and even what we call invisible thinking. But when we don't see that that's running in the background, it's, it's, it, for so many people, it was such a relief. It's like, it's like, oh, that explains it. Like why I've just never really been able to kind of own it, you know, and, and appreciate myself and recognize that I do have gifts and talents and I am accomplished. And so it was, it was very, very eye-opening. I had people burst into tears and, you know, yeah, yeah it's because, because that, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, that was my confusion like what what's going on here I don't understand this you know part of me can see you know my capabilities another part is like no no it's not enough maybe you need you know another degree or some more credentials or yeah it's, it was so confusing I just recently had the insight from a course that I'm holding of I am being a complete sentence and I no longer needed anything else after that. It was like almost icing on the cake if I wanted it, but it wasn't a need. Like the value was just in my existence. I am. And that, that has been, you know, just speaking to what you were just saying, that has been here recently and it's still like, wow. You know, um, I love that. But yes, we are going to take a quiz. I will admit I got nervous because I'm like, I got to take a quiz. I haven't taken a quiz in a long time. So I did get a little nervous. So that makes showing my scores. Okay. <laughs> and so this is a set us up. This is the. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, um, it reveals the invisible, like some of the, the, um, the things that we believe and think about ourselves that, that okay. we're maybe not even aware of anymore because it's sort of gone, it's kind of sunk down into that part where, we're just not conscious of it anymore. So the so I've got 10 questions for you. Okay. And I'm going to read the statement. And um, so you would evaluate the degree that that feels true for you. So one is like, no, that's not me at all. Right? Okay. Five is like, yeah, that sounds very true. And then you can just kind of, you know, decide somewhere in between. Um, you know, just it's, it's sort of like that, that first initial response to the statement just you know it's like oh that's you know give me a number this is not about trying to you know do more gotcha. thinking about it right gotcha. right mm -hmm. so so I'll, I'll just read it out and if you want me to reread the question i'm or statement i'm happy to do that so the first one is it's hard for me to accept compliments or praise about my intelligence or accomplishments uh, three three okay i can give the impression that i'm more confident than i really feel inside five I sometimes think I obtained my present position 
or gain my success because I happened to be in the right place at the right time or knew the right people. One. I worry that people will find out that I'm not as knowledgeable and capable as I have made myself out to be. One. Sometimes I feel stuck, or sorry, sometimes I feel or believe that my success in my life or my work has been some kind of error, fluke, or just plain luck. One. I tend to focus on my mistakes and rarely feel that I've done something as well as I would have liked to. Ooh, five. I often compare my ability to others and think that they may be more intelligent or know more than I do. Ooh, two. Two, three-ish. Close to, yeah, two, 2.5. I'm disappointed at times in my accomplishments and think that I should have achieved much more or I tend to discount what I have achieved. No, that's a one. When I've succeeded at something and received recognition for my accomplishments, I have doubts that I can keep repeating the success. Maybe two. Last question. I sometimes feel that I don't really belong in my position or in a league with my successful colleagues. Oh, that's a good one. That's, um, I would say that gave the most vibration of any question. So go over to three there. Like, like that one, I want to look at myself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So your score is nine this feels just like i'm in school again i'm so nervous <laughs> i'm like did i pass is it a good score what's my score <laughs> i can yeah, see your pen i can see your pen moving i was like you know like a kid waiting to get the results because this is going to tell if i'm on punishment this weekend or not you know i'm just i just need this to pass this quiz okay so I, I decided not to call it a test for that reason. It's a quiz. <laughs> so I've, I've got your score at, at 24.5. And um, so I'll just give you the, the rankings of the different levels of score. So a score of 20 or less, you have few imposter characteristics. So you're, you're in pretty good spot there. With a score of between 21 and 50, you have moderate IP experiences. So what we call experiences... You know, you might feel kind of anxious, wonder if you're up to it, you know, am I good enough? That might just come temporary. Between 31 and 40 means you have frequently have imposter feelings, meaning anxiety and feeling pressure. And a score of higher than 40 means you have intense IP experiences. So you can, I think my score when I did this was, um, I think I was 38. So I was pretty up there, you know, and having a lot of, um, feeling a lot of distress about, um, and in one of the symptoms, I spoke with a woman who also experienced these imposter feelings. She said she found networking exhausting because it was for her, it was sort of going out there. And, and I experienced it too, it was sort of presenting your, presenting the image of you, presenting the image of you being accomplished, successful, but not really feeling that on the inside and just, just going home exhausted of keeping up the pretense. But the irony is people were pretending who they really were. You, know, like you really were accomplished. <laughs> they were, stuff. they were faking too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I, what I love about that, that experience was me able to see why my hesitation in the question 
was I first wanted to think about before the principles, how that felt, and then now. Because, you know, the questions that were now are because I, even on the board, I sit with first-generation people who were with SID. So when we do get on programs to talk about grounding, yeah, I'm like, uh, okay, but that's Judy, that's Dickin, that's Aaron, you know, yes, a lot of that comes up. But the difference in before when it came up is that now I don't care that it comes up. I just know what it is. I know it's the noise. So but now not needing a, a, a priority or a space, not needing to be number one, I'm cool being 12 of 12 because I'm in the room. I'm in the room. Like, I'm cool. So, yeah, that's what. That's what's funny about it now is, yeah, I still think some of the same things. I just don't have the same effect. You know, I wonder sometimes, should I take a psychology course? Because I've never done it. I wonder sometimes, you know, should I go and really dig into the intellect of, of the mind and, and the brain? And, and a lot of my mentors and colleagues say no, you know, but it is pretty interesting to see that it, it still, you know, runs as real. That was yeah. pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah. You know, for me too, when I came, um, I was introduced to the principles by actually a, another master trainer of this, of this technique I taught and, uh, what a gift to, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but what, what the revelation for me was a, I have this, this wisdom and this insight beyond my intelligence. Like I've, I've got that going for me too. And I don't have to try to figure everything out myself. So that was like a huge gift. It's like, oh, it's like the universe has got my back or something like that. The second thing was that, that everybody has their own unique stream of, of wisdom consciousness. And so something that, that is, comes to somebody else is meant for them and what's meant for me is going to come through me. So, you know, that, that had me not looking outside of myself so much for, you know, what, what do other people do? You know, what makes them successful or, you know, even having my own ideas validated by others. And the third thing was the, um, you know, the concept of our separate realities. Like we have, not only do I, you and I experience life differently, but I experience life differently depending where I'm at. You know, kind of yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, but those, those are the sort of the three things that just brought me a lot of comfort and reassurance. And yeah. That's so cool. I remember learning that every accomplishment, goal, anything that I set out to go get or do to get a feeling that the feeling was actually present before I started. Again, I am being a complete sentence and not needing anything outside of ourselves. I love the way I get to experience life now, starting with that, you know, um, and then it shows up as a father, it shows up as a veteran, it shows up, sometimes it might show up angry just to be honest, you know, uh, and, and sometimes it shows up scared, you know, sometimes it shows up all kind of ways, but again, I just truly love, love it. And I want to switch gears and it's going to sound, it's going to seem like a, a total switch, 
but uh, you would understand it because as I think about this particular uh, topic I want to talk about, there's a very quick turn and take back to the other direction, which is tango dancing. <laughs> so you are a golfer and a tango dancer. Please talk to me about how that works. <laughs> well, I love to play golf. And I I, I did live in, in um, the United States for several years in the deep south and got to play all year round. So that was really fun. Um, I was watching a video one, um, one time and uh, one of the, I think it was Dr. Christine Northrop. She had taken up the tango and had a little demo video with her, with her tango teacher. And I thought, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's also, it's kind of like my, I call it my defense against winter because I live in Western Canada and it can get brutally cold. And, yeah. and uh, I thought, what could I do? That's fun. And I love to learn new things. It's a, it's a really cool community. Um, the very nature of the, of the, of uh, Argentine tango is you're constantly switching partners. So you meet people and yeah, it's, it was really fun. Yeah. Uh, what's your handicap? What's your handicap in golf? I don't keep a handicap right now. I, I've, I, um, I play quite intermittently. I think, I think I got to a 23. Whatever number you have to start counting to be a handicap. I'm on top of that. Like I'm so horrible <laughs> at it. It's, it's bad. <laughs> I remember. So my sports with basketball and football and my ex-wife father was a very good golfer. I think he could hit par and he used to travel for his company to play. So one particular time we was back visiting for the holidays and um, they had canceled the normal basketball pickup game at the local gym. And so I'm walking in him and my former brother-in-laws, they were leaving out to go play golf. And my father-in-law said, um, Hey, come on, go play golf. And I was like, man, golf is not a real sport. You know, I'm just running my mouth. He basically tells me, go in change real quick. I go out. He gives me like a grocery bag full of golf balls. And I'm like, come on, man, this is ridiculous. Cause he only has a three pack. He gave me a whole bag and he has a three pack. So my mind is like, oh, this, this is, how about I left that 18 holes with one golf ball and he left, he only played with one out of the three pack. And it was like, I, I never played again after that. He bought me clubs and everything to try to get me into it. But nice. I, I put so many into that water that is just a running theme in my head. Oh, man. Yeah. Me and golfer or not it yet. <laughs> you know, it's really cool, though. I had two experiences of, of sort of falling into the zone playing golf. Mm. And, you know, like Sydney Banks always talks about that state of of um that meditative state yeah. i experienced that on more than one occasion and it's just it feels kind of magical like like you know it's like okay i have, have to, i've got the balls here i wanted to hit it over there like there's no there's no thinking about it there's no yeah. are you sure you can make it you just get out your golf club and hit it and it was it was just i wish i could wouldn't it be cool to live in that that flow state it was it was so cool and my score at the end of the round, it's like, wow, <laughs> I've never had that, that lowest score before, but it, it just didn't think about, it's like all of the, all of the thinking fell away that would get in the way of playing well. It was very cool. Yeah, that is the most passionate expression of golf I think I've ever known <laughs> because 
It's the first time I ever compared it to playing basketball. When I'm coming down the court and I see all of the defenders, my mind is not thinking. Go. It's like, no, I'm just going to move. I'm just going to flow. Whatever they bring, I'll do this. I'll switch this way, switch that. I've never heard golf spoken as passionate to click into me. Oh, you're doing the same thing I'm doing on the basketball court there. Just, but you're against yourself, so to speak. And, you know, whether you can move that thought to swing, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. And I talk to golf with Michael all the time. He never did that. He never made it click. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. So you do have some offerings. I do want to uh, okay. let people know that are out there. Um, enjoy this this conversation. But I do want people to be able to find you because, again, you're doing amazing work and, and you've done it at such a high level. You have an ebook that they can get from your website. Uh, seven secrets to calm clarity and confidence is that it unshakable calm, unshakable clarity okay. and got confidence it. yes i don't want shakable calm <laughs> i got i want unshakable so seven secrets to unshakable calm clarity and confidence and anything else just talk to me a little bit about the ebook but anything else that you have uh and where everyone can find you Sure. So the ebook is, um, this is a little 10 page, a little quick read and, and taking aspects of the principles and, and how, uh, you know, when we, when we integrate these ideas, like how, you know, you can, you can live in the flow or play in the zone or whatever. Yeah. And um, so my website is marlenecameron.com. And so it'd be forward slash number seven dash secrets right? <laughs> we'll put the link secret. on for them too yeah. yeah no worries but if but if anybody else wants to take this um this little imposter syndrome quiz they can also get that on my website and um so it's marlenecameron.com forward slash imposter dash quiz so you can go there and, and download the quiz and it's 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 can it's very revealing if if people um it just kind of have that kind of that low level anxiety running in the background and feeling a lot of stress and pressure about their performance at work or whatever. It can be very revealing. Yeah. I love how it does point to some things that you can explore, you know, to, to kind of move you through uh, to a, to a deepening of your conscious level. So you can just love yourself. Like you, you could just love yourself. Well, you kind of get to see what you're up to back there, right? That's true. That is true. You're right. <laughs> um, that, that is true because that was happening as well. Like, wait, is that something? Is that not? Hmm. And the fact that it's never been thought about, you know, so I, I did enjoy that part as well. Well, I would like to give you the stage um, and just close us out. And this is a time that most people have used. Some have, you know, talked about products they have. Some have kind of really nailed home what their, their um, I want to say goal or their mission, so to speak, their vision as they move with their work and things like that. But it's your stage uh, and you'll be the last voice they hear. So it's kind of like, what would you love to say to the community? One of the things, Rob, I'm, I'm um, really excited about is working with um, small business owners. Um, I've, I've done a couple of three-day, I call them insights immersion programs. And, and it's, you know, just seeing the, you know, the, 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 the transformation, the realize with somebody who now can take it back 
and work with their team and 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 then offering you know the same training to their team and 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 creating creating an environment in this in these small businesses where, where people really thrive and really feel connected and and really feel good about themselves and and you know they they know that they've got what they need within them and so they can work more autonomously and, and more confidently and so that's what i'm really excited about is is taking this into the small business world and empowering empowering these people who really love what they do thank you for listening to today's episode for more information about the podcast please go to 3pgc.org if you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new fresh voice in the principles send us an email at info at 3pgc.org we'd love to hear from you knowing there is no end or limitation nor are there boundaries to the human mind have the day you deserve you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.